You are listening to the Solid-ish Marriage Podcast, uh, the place where we do not expect you to be perfectly solid in your marriage all the time. What we want is to be real about what's actually happening inside of marriage. So that's what this podcast is for. And we want this podcast to be as helpful as possible. So uh, if you like it, please send it, share it, uh, tell somebody about it. And if you have any questions or want us to address any specific topics, we would love to do that, actually. Um, So please let us know uh, in the comments, or you can uh, email me directly if you want to, scott at hopetherapy.info. But yeah, we want this to be as helpful as possible, so please let us know how we can help you. This episode, we had the privilege of interviewing Brooke and Spencer Olson, Mm -hmm. an amazing couple. They are both pastors in a church, and um, they are talking about their marriage, and it, there, there's just a ton of really good stuff in here, mm-hmm. it's so, so true. I'm not going to say anything more about it. We'll let you listen. I hope you enjoy. Amen. So Word on the Street is you guys dated before you married. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we dated pretty short. It was... I, I always like to like round it up higher. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm like nine months. But no, I really think not. it was like... We started dating officially in like September. I proposed to you in February, the day after Valentine's Day, so it wouldn't be cliche. No. <laughs> and we were married that. by July. <laughs> wow. So what, I'm terrible at math. So what is that? <laughs> five. Hold on. It was, we dated for five months and we were engaged for six. Four. Four. Wow. My math is bad. So by the time we were married, we hadn't even known each other for a year. Yeah. Wow. That's what's Because the first time that we had met each other was, um, there was like a youth conference and we met, it was in May and I had stayed for like a May term. I had graduated. I had walked already, but I needed to stay on campus for some classes. And I met Brooke because she was like an MC and I was like, I wasn't really looking for anyone, like looking for anything at the time. And um, she wasn't either in... I was actually she, in a relationship. She was in a relationship. <gasps> and yes. I had just snap. went and looked at engagement rings with this other person. Oh, double snap. Yeah, like a week before. So you had that all picked out already. It was yeah. kind of easy to have a <laughs> fast marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, we used the same ring and everything. What is the gosh. shortcut for cutting, so like control V? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just yeah, cut yeah. this cut one out. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you knew about That's it. Yeah, I somehow, I don't know how. My, my roommate in college, he knew. The deets on everything, and so he's like, I come back from the conference night one, and I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, kind of running behind the scenes stuff. And I met Brooke, and I was like, Holy cow, man! Like this girl's like so good, like she's awesome. And he's like, Yeah, dude, she's definitely a mega babe. His words, and he goes, But the issue is, she's like in a super serious relationship. And I was like, I don't know, man. I did not see your ring, so <laughs> I guess we're fine. And then I traveled and studied abroad uh, for like a study trip in Greece and Turkey. And then when I came back. It was only like a month long trip. And then when I came back, um, I checked her Instagram and there was no, I was done with school at that point. And I checked her Instagram and there was like no guy in the picture. So I was like, oh, hey. So I swooped in and. Yeah. So Dave, cause we're going to call him Dave. Dave, Dave, was, Dave. Gone. Dave was gone. <laughs> Freaking Dave. Freaking Dave. Dave was gone. And it was, it was interesting because I never saw myself being with somebody in ministry Mm. I, so I myself have a call and work in ministry, but I just thought there's no, 
practicality to that. Like, mm. yeah. we won't be able to make money. Right. We're not going to be able to, like, <laughs> why, why would I do that? Yeah, and I'm so supposed to be the poor one if we're in ministry. <laughs> right? So if yeah. we're both in ministry, then right. What are we going to do? Yeah. Which, like, so f- for those that don't know you, what, what ministry roles do you guys play right now? Yes. So I um, serve at a church here in the Holland area as a worship leader. Mm-hmm. And I serve at the exact same church. Uh, I am the high school pastor. Right on. Which, and this is not, for those that don't know, this is not a tiny church. It's a big church. As far as Holland Mission is, yeah. is concerned, it's it's the mega church of Holland, Michigan. Yeah. So you guys are yeah. too legit to quit. Too and legit to we quit. We're trying. Yeah. Yeah. We're right. trying. Right. <laughs> 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 and slightly, hopefully, slightly less dirt poor than yeah. maybe yeah. some other yeah. counterparts in ministry. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It yeah. was a happy ending. So, yeah. But looking at that, Dave, I think was the name. Freaking Dave. Freaking what a Dave. tool. He was a tool. Um, he was very Dave. practical. He was business. So I thought, oh, this is perfect. Perfect. Right. Then I met this crazy guy and I was like, okay, wait a second. But at the same time too, her and I had both been in long-term relationships that both, like she had looked at rings. I had bought a ring. I mean, many years earlier mm. would not have been a good choice for, for either of us. So I we're going to call her Karen. Karen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Karen. Yeah. Karen was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'll bet Karen and Dave got married. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah that's it. Oh yeah. Man. They yeah. both had rings. Yeah. yeah. They, they, both had rings. <laughs> they both had rings. But I think, I think for her, uh, for Brooke and I, I think I, I think we being in those long-term relationships, it, for us, I, f- I felt that, like, I knew what I wanted. And so I was like, okay, like, you know, we don't, don't got to play these these games anymore. Like, I'll find out who you are, and I know what I'm looking for. And mm. for me, she just checked off so many of the boxes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into this a little bit, but I think that created not, I mean, it definitely created issues um, that we really wouldn't have expected, yeah. you know, so. Right. I think it's interesting though that there's lots of people out there that have dated before even serious relationships before they get married. And then, so they have these expectations like you had thinking, Oh, okay. I know what is going to work. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got a good picture of that. Here's this person that meets that. And then we get married and mm-hmm. ah, wh- wh- what happened? My plan was so good. Mm. Mm. So then, um, so we get married and even like at the wedding too, it was just very, it was just a whirlwind. So, the space that I was in was I graduated college, spent all my time planning my wedding, had my wedding, and I hadn't really thought a ton about like that next phase, that next step. Because it was happens just, oh, after yes, the party, right? Because right. it was just so mm-hmm. quick. And even at our wedding, I mean, we, because we dated so, um, like, a short amount of time and were engaged so quickly, like, there were family members that I didn't even really know. Like, I was like, hey, who are you? And how's it going? And even like siblings on both sides, we were still getting to know each other's siblings Mm -hmm. and each other's parents, like very much in that, like, I feel like early relational stages of getting to know one another. And so then when we got married, I joined Spencer where he was living, which is also where a lot of his family um, was living as well. So Mm -hmm. we were living in a town with a lot of family. Um, and right. so that was, and it was my, f- it was my, my home turf. Right. And yeah. so I think that was a big thing. Like, you know, she moved in with me, uh, you know, we, I had an apartment right before we got married. I was like, Hey, this will be great. And so then after we got married, she moved in. And then that was the thing that became kind of interesting is that, you know, I, it wasn't uncomfortable for me. It right, was, I'm, right, I'm right. adding, I'm adding the love of my life. This is so great. Yeah. It's like, this, you know, this is something that's good already. Yeah. Now it's just better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the same time too, you know, um, she worked at, so I worked at a church with one where my dad was uh, the senior pastor. And so that added another dynamic because mm-hmm. then Brooke came on and served um, in a worship capacity at the church. And so for me, it was like, oh, okay, like 
what could go wrong? Like we're working with family. And so that ju- it just adds a different dynamic. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I never had thought about that because for me, I had always worked with, you know, my dad and I had always worked together. And so, you know, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I, I can do this. Like, so can you. And so <laughs> and at the same time too, like she'd been around my family, maybe like, it, like honestly, maybe like six or seven times if we actually think about it, like mm-hmm. six or seven different weekends and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and it was always quick, you know, mm-hmm. it's maybe yeah, two right. full days right. and then I'm back to school. So <laughs> yeah. not yeah. enough time to really get to know each other. For sure. right. yep. So yeah. So then I move there and then we immediately, not only are we living in the same town, we're all working together. Um, both That's of his parents were employed at, at the church. We're employed Whoa. at the church, and it's a smaller church, so there's maybe eight of us on staff, and four of us are related. Whoo! Whoa! Yeah. You're, and this you're is like, in Alabama, right? Like it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, like you're pulling some serious G's when it comes to the the pivot in yeah. life like that. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And you know, so we had those factors going on. And of course, like everyone knows, like, you know, the, the, it's, it's the honey, it's supposed to be the honeymoon phase. Like when you first married, so everything's great. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but at the same time too, rarely it, happens. It was, yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. that is another, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So everyone had always been like, you know, and, and this is one thing we've discussed is that so many people, especially in marriage have been like, they're so quick to be like, Oh, like this is going to be so great. You're going to love it. It's like, you know, having a, a sleepover with your best friend every day. Yeah. And then, but no one ever talks about like, mm. Hey, it's, there's gonna be some like straight up, like, like really intense arguments and fights about like mm-hmm. family dynamics and subsystems that are going on in like the larger family system. And so, cause I grew up, so like my family, family dynamic is like, I love my family. Like we are, <laughs> we are loud, like the loudest person wins like the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that other people stop talking. It just means that the loudest one, most people yeah. listen into. Sure. And I have, you sure. talk louder. We talk yeah, louder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an auction. So there's, yeah. cause there's, <laughs> right. there's we're, fi- not, we're not actually yelling. It's yeah. Just, right, right. yeah. <laughs> cause there's five siblings. I have, you know, there's five of his kids in my family. And then, um, uh, three of us are married, um, and have kids. Um, and so it's just like, there's already massively added into the numbers. And so, mm. um, and then my parents are together. And so it's just, and she comes from a smaller family. I have one brother. <gasps> and so, and I have lots of cousins, but my immediate family is mm-hmm. one sibling. Yeah. Yep. And at the time we got married, my brother wasn't married yet. So it was literally just him oh, man. and then Spencer, myself and my parents. Yeah. And we, it's just a slower pace. It's a quieter oh. environment. Spencer's like, to say the least. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah. So then I'm, you know, not even thinking about like, oh yeah, I'm like moving pretty far away from my family Mm -hmm. like I didn't process any of that and so and so it's not only am I far away from my family I'm immediately within his family yes on a day-to-day basis whether it's work or the fact that we live five minutes from each other's doorsteps like and so that I did not even think through any of that and nobody even put that on my radar like hey have you guys thought about like setting boundaries or Mm -hmm. uh, what are your expectations with like family hangout time or um Mm -hmm. do we when do we talk about work when do we not talk about work what if work gets really icky and nasty Mm -hmm. and things happen right what do we do new father-in-law that i have like i have beef with him but i barely know the man and oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so trying to try to navigate through that and i think too the added dynamic of for me i think it was like whoa it's just like a weird shift because then we both got to see each other in the sense of like you know, we had gone from long distance relationship. So it was short term relationship and it was long distance. So it was always long distance. So mm-hmm. we went from, we went from, okay, like we get to see each other. I would drive down and stay with people on campus. Like, cause she was still like, graduating from Indiana Wesleyan or go to like her house and stay at her, you know, in her guest room. And I went from that to, 
you know, so like you always, you know, it's like you can't see anything wrong with them because there's like not enough time to think about it. So you just mm-hmm. got to sure. enjoy them for yeah. 72 hours. Yep. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden now you're like, okay, let's be together. And then all of a sudden she's like, okay, like you literally just like cooked that, those eggs and that bacon grease and then you put it inside the sink and then you just like turn the faucet on and now it's just what so i'd be like yeah it's soaking for like a day <laughs> you know you gotta let it soak oh, yes. and so like the dynamics of like how i live my life yeah. and how she mm-hmm. lives yeah it's like it, all right jim helpert yeah don't, don't you be soaking your dishes <laughs> yeah, don't soak right? your dishes yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly how it was so and that just created not i would say yeah it, it did create tension you know and we we it created tension super quick i was gonna say i think yeah. looking back on it we maybe had like after we got back from our honeymoon that next morning we went um to church and it was almost a, like immediate it was just because then i it was the first time i got to really see um just you know are are you, are you guys coming over for dinner who's are you coming over for lunch and spencer has lots of bachelor friends at that time too that are like bro we want to come over and play video games yeah, which right. is what uh, they've been doing but right. now i'm like i'm I'm here and I don't really want to do any of that. I want to go home and what did that like what did you believe about yourself in that like he's got all the, the, the people that love him and all these things and da 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 and then all of a sudden you show up and it's like it's almost like you're in the way. Yes. Like so what did what did that feel like? That I immediately just felt like I don't really fit in here and I mm. don't think I didn't the way I felt was that I don't, I didn't feel like people were interested at opening up to create space for me to come in. It was more so like, well, you can, you can come along, you can be a part of this, but this is what we've always been doing. So either you jump on or the train's just going to keep moving. And I'm kind of like, Oh my gosh. Like, and so there was just very clearly with him growing up in this area, childhood friends, a good chunk of his family, that there was a very established system Yeah, and there wasn't as much of a spirit of, okay, how are we going to shake this up and move things around Yeah. now that Spencer's got this wife, but more Man. so mm. Brooke's going to jump into this. And I was like, I don't want to jump in. I don't want to jump into that. So I could totally imagine what yeah. that feels like. That like a, just the hurt of, okay, it doesn't look like people are making space for me. And that really sucks. Mm-hmm. That does not communicate how valuable I would like to be in yes. this whole dynamic. And, mm-hmm. and right. And I can imagine there's plenty of moments of you looking at Spencer and be like, you're going to make space for me. You're going to make space for me. And then mm. I'm sure you did a bunch of times, but then other times that you didn't. <laughs> I wish I right. would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, right. Because you, you know, like, I don't mm. know. I, nobody told me. Because I didn't see this. any any of her, and that was one thing that always would come up. She would say, like, I'm feeling this or I'm seeing this. And then I would I'd be like, I literally, I don't understand that. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't see what you're saying. Right. Because I, that just, you know, then when that's the system that you've grown up in, For that's sure. just, yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I we kind of grew up in, and like, you know, it, it's just like everything, my, my friend dynamics, my, my you know, family, work life, like everything was just, just go, 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 go. Right. right. And so like we move in and in the midst of it, like our church was going through a ton of things too. We were like in a new build project and there was a, like just a lot of dynamics and interesting issues there. And so like, you know, it, it just, it, I didn't. And I think the word I would use is like, I didn't like, sh- I didn't defend her. You know, in the sense mm-hmm. of like, she's yeah. like, well, like, and that's not even like people were necessarily coming at her, but like defending time or like, yeah. you know, when people say like, hey, come, we're going to come over or we're going to do this or just come on over. You're not doing anything. Yeah. But we didn't like, I, I was like, well, yeah, why not? Because I'm so, you know, quote unquote, like an extrovert. I'm like, yeah, let's do this together. Yeah. But she's like, I want to like, 
I don't have anybody else. And like, I just need time with you. And yeah. so I didn't defend that. And that Which was not a good thing. And, and I think that's a good word for it. Cause it, like mm-hmm. I am Brooks saying, I am not powerful enough. I've not been present enough mm-hmm. in this, in this family system for the, the I can't make my own space here, so I need you, Spencer, to step up and do that. But when you don't, I feel worthless. Like yeah. my, my yeah. insecurities are getting punched in the face. Yes. And, and if, I feel if you like don't see that, then I, I don't feel seen. Yes. I don't feel held by you right now. Yes. Oh. So then I felt like a bad guy. Right. right I felt like I'm coming in and I'm this guy over here. I'm basically, I felt like because I couldn't figure that out, I felt like I was constantly putting him at a crossroad. Mm. It's me or this. Yeah. Yes. Or it's this relationship or this relationship. Right. Yes. So, hey, we got married and welcome to ultimatums, it, like accidental yeah. ultimatums. And I felt bad because mm-hmm. I could see the stress that that was putting mm-hmm. on him, but I could see myself just like just desiring that and needing that so badly mm-hmm. that it was something that I'm like, I feel like this is like worth fighting for. But at the same time, I'm seeing what it's doing to my spouse. Mm. And I'm like, so am I fighting for the wrong thing? Like, should I just mm. let this go and just go with the flow and like just yeah. kind of drift to the backside and like just kind of figure out how to be a part of this? And so that was really that was a really scary feeling. Because yeah. I think that you just I. Like, and now we've, we've had lots of conversations on this, but I think yeah. that the big thing is like, you know, hearing you hear like, oh, am I putting an ultimatum in front of them? But like, I, I know that for you, like, look, we've had a chance to look back. I mm-hmm. think you just wanted to see me like say, hey, you know what? Over all these things, I'm going to choose Brooke because, yeah. because ooh, you chose, ooh, ooh, ooh. you chose family work opportunity because there was a chance like you were talking with like willow creek about like possibly doing a worship thing over there and you went Mm. from that to working like part-time and that that was another thing Mm. that really hurt like working part-time for a couple i mean literally just i mean we'll just say it like garbage Garbage. pay (laughs) i think it was like part-time for like five thousand a year maybe maybe and i was making maybe 25 30 thousand so like we were we were i mean it's, it's yeah so it's, that just was really and that was a huge knock on our confidence and I think she was like are you going to choose me over any of these things so I think in that I, can I slow yeah. that down a little bit because <laughs> that that I think is the crux of where people get into that deep deep pain is mm-hmm. am I valuable to you right where do I fit right yeah and it's, when I don't feel like I'm valuable mm. That's painful. Mm. Mm. And for you too, Spencer, to show her value, that's what you want to do, but you don't know how. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't understand. Right. Well, it, and I would also say, like, you, it feels like I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, showing, yeah. I'm showing you that you're valuable in all the ways that I was before. Yeah. And all the ways that I'm used to doing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, that's mm. not working and you're feeling less and less valuable. And I don't mm. get it. What? Like, yeah. well, I, I was adding water into this bucket and it was staying full just fine. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm just losing ground, losing ground, losing ground, right? The ship is sinking and I don't understand why. What the hell is we def- going on? Yeah, we definitely process through stuff so differently. Because for me, um, both in family relationships and friend relationships, it's there's just so much going on. And it, we just moved so fast in our relationships with mm-hmm. stuff, which is like, go, 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 that mm-hmm. healing to us, for me, at least personally, like I felt that healing was... Um, just say sorry, mean it, move on, go. Don't ever bring it up yes. again. Because I'm like, then why would we do that? And so yeah. she would do this yep. thing called processing. Processing is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and so if I, so, you know, we'd have that conversation, like I'd bring mm-hmm. up something that was hurting. And then I felt like if it ever came up again, 
Mm. that I was kind of blowing his mind. Like, like we what? talked yes. about this. So then yeah, right. this I'm over fair. here <laughs> feeling like I'm going crazy. Cause yes. I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel better from that. Like I know we talked mm. about it, but this is nothing's changing. And so I still feel that pain and I still feel that isolation and yes. I still feel yes. so low on the worth totem pole and your pecking order and and all this stuff and but he's over here like we had a great conversation and i said i was sorry mm-hmm. so like what's the problem and i'm yeah battling of like why can i not shake this it's yeah. like and so that caused me to go into a deep depression which i'd absolutely. never experienced before absolutely um mm-hmm. and to put it out there suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. i just For kind sure. of felt like mm-hmm. do i even want to exist like if mm-hmm. this is what it is mm-hmm. and this exactly. is what i've signed up for even though i love this guy I don't even know if I want to exist anymore because yeah. I Amen. feel no worth in my marriage. I feel no worth in my job. Yeah. I feel a little bit betrayed by God right now of yeah. kind of like, what in the world? Like right. I was like, I'm going to go serve at a church and I'm going to blow up the world for Jesus right. and this ministry. <laughs> and now I'm struggling to even feel like I have worth in, in identity in anything. Yeah, that, that's mm. powerful. So that I mean, was really hard for what, him to hear. What profound Absolutely. disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I, c- I can uh, almost, I can imagine a sense of betrayal. Yes. Like it was supposed to be the exact opposite of mm-hmm. this. And yet this is exactly what we're dealing with. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm seeing like in Spencer's dynamic, it was okay. If you have a good conversation around it, if you can kind of uh, establish some reasonable understanding of what happened and yep. what went wrong and then make genuine repair, then you're done, then right? You're like done. You, yeah, don't bring it up again. It. Yeah, right. Because if you bring it up again, then I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're bringing this up, so you didn't actually forgive me, so you, yeah. so right, you know right, what right. I mean. So like oh. that's how that's how my dynamic worked, right? Right. You know at the time, and so that exactly, means there's right. something wrong with us, yeah. and I don't want to hear there's something wrong with us mm-hmm. because I don't know what else to do Absolutely. to fix right. it. So processing becomes just another yeah. way to describe you haven't let it go. You're gonna keep yes. these bones yes. in your closet forever. Like, of course, I'm gonna hate processing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like for Brooke, it totally makes sense that you're like okay you're right spencer that we did get some good understanding and and the repair was real and the pain is happening again yes Mm -hmm. and that's what i want you to validate right now is that the pain for me is right now right here it doesn't it doesn't mean that the past didn't mean anything it's just that the pain is still there and so i need you to show up for me again Mm. right and and when you resist that or when you don't understand that then Jeez, what what am I worth here? Yeah. Which uh, and as a side note, I'm totally. The longer I'm alive, the more I believe mm. that like to be alive is to have suicidal thoughts mm. at some point in your mm-hmm. life. Mm. So yeah. like it's because most of us, it's like I I. It's not necessarily that I want to kill myself. It's that I am desperate for relief from this pain. Yes. Yeah. Right? Oh, and yes. and if I've tried this, that, and the other, and yes. nothing works, and yes. I have this hopelessness, then what else is there? Yeah. It's yeah. just, just like not exist anymore. Yeah. And and making the commitment of marriage we've always taken that very seriously and Mm -hmm. so I think for me I'm like I'm in this so then my Mm. pivot then is okay so we've processed I feel like it's not helping Mm -hmm. I'm struggling (laughs) with this depression I'm struggling with these deep thoughts so Mm -hmm. I just revert back to my family yeah. And I yeah. put all oh. my eggs back in their basket yes. right and I leave like maybe one or two in his basket. Yep. And like I'm mm-hmm. legally married. I'm, I'm still committed to the Spencer's face. Like, did you leave, did you if there are egg? eggs in my basket, they're all spoiled and rotten. At this right. point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is I the know. bad batch. You can't You're sell right. to anybody. Yeah. I, did, so. I did appreciate the eyebrows that went. It was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. what yeah. are you Bonk. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So then I'm just all in with my family again. Yeah. I go there. I go home all the time. He has no idea if I'm coming back. Yep. That sucks. I'm like, I'm real. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. Then she would go, she would leave, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know if she's coming. Like, can, I, I wouldn't can, tell can you. Just, like, what was that like? So that was like, for me, I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, like it, she would go home, and I, I knew that I knew that she'd be processing with her parents about what was going on, and and it was in, like in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's her viewpoint versus my viewpoint, right? Oh. And we weren't matched up yet with our viewpoints Ooh. yet, and so, um, and and I will say this, like, so the the suicidal thoughts, I didn't know until we moved to Minnesota. We ended up moving to Minnesota. Um, we, there was a job opportunity that opened up there, but so we can kind of dive in there, but like. I think for me, it was like, oh my gosh. And I think it, it came to a boiling point head where and I just talked to her brother about this a few mm, weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> and there was a moment where Brooke was, uh, Brooke was getting uh, like a skin spot checked out for possible cancer. And, Scary. you know, and, and I was like, oh man, oh man. So I'm, we're, I'm in, the, we're in the hospital in her hometown and like they're getting, they're getting checked and her brother, her brother's a cop. My brother's a cop. Like we have a lot of cops in our family. And uh, he <laughs> comes up in uniform, and this is when I I didn't know that she was talking with her family at this point about our about what we were going through. Oh. So her brother sits down next to me as I'm in the waiting room, and she's getting checked for cancer. Oh, and I'm, I'm cringing already. And he sits down and he goes, "Hey, I'm just gonna talk to you about this once." He goes, uh, "You need to protect my sister, and <gasps> we're not gonna have this conversation again." He's oh. like, "So you fix what you need to fix and take care of my sister." And uh, oh. I legit was like, oh, and, and Brooke was, it was so funny because when Brooke and I talked about it later, she's like, yeah, he got you. Because uh, <laughs> so, like, at the time I'm thinking my people got my back. Yeah, that's she, right. Yeah, right. And she knew. They're like, defending you know, me. I, I, went, I went back, like I, I was hoping that Spencer would be safe. He doesn't feel safe. So I go yeah. back to what was safe yeah. and they it, prove it. Yeah, right? they do. Look they at do. them being safe for me. So <laughs> in that moment, yeah. now, you know, we've we'll get to that but we've you know yeah. look at that situation different but in the oh, moment yeah. i'm like my people got my back yeah my brother yeah. just came for you for right. me which i've been wanting you to do to these people in that town we've been living in and so and i felt like yeah baby yeah. and he's and over there like, was, even your body language right now i was like <laughs> it was like spencer's right? deflated uh, i know it's, I know, a, like, it's that one meme where like those guys like the friends like oh and they're like they're all falling over each other <laughs> yeah. screaming. and that's and that's what happened and so in that moment it it was two things it was like i was like yeah 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 for sure for sure but in my mind it was just like just straight rage of that like oh got to imagine. okay so i'm in here trying to process through like my new wife new relationship and like if she's okay but now i'm like two things were confirmed i said my wife is super unhappy and my wife is telling her family about her issues right. mm. but for me and i get no chance yeah. to defend myself i get no chance it's to defend just, myself you're the devil yeah. stop it mm-hmm. like of course yeah. i would be livid yeah mm-hmm. it, it, it just it just was not good and so i think that for us was kind of a motivating factor um it, it was soon after that that we actually started kind of reaching out oh there was a two churches that reached out to us actually yeah. um it was central wesleyan church here in holland and then uh, a church in uh, Rochester, Minnesota that we served at. And we ended up choosing Rochester, Minnesota um, just because um, there were some things going on at our home church. And we were like, you know what? Like, we just need a fresh start. Like, let's just go mm-hmm. away where it's just... And my, our, we kind of thought, let's go away where it's just you and I. Like, none of our family, none of mine, none of yours. Yeah, like neutral ground. We knew nobody there. Yeah, we knew nobody yeah, there. Because yeah, in nice. Holland, we have a lot of we have some, a lot of friends. And we, yeah. just, we just wanted something to be like, hey, can we try out us? And, and weirdly enough, even for my own self, I just was like, I'd always done ministry with my dad. My dad was very successful in ministry. And so I just thought, you know what? If I... I, I needed to prove it to myself that like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. And so it was almost like a ministry yeah. thing and a marriage thing. Yeah. Right. And transition into manhood. Like yeah. I appreciate yeah, let's all do that. that. Yeah. And so we went for it and, you know, very quickly things. Yeah. I think we naively thought we yeah. changed location yeah. 
Yeah. And so it's, we're good. Right. Like we got away, he got me out of that town, <laughs> away from the yeah. people that I right. struggled with. Yeah, and right. so we right. kind of like, I think both just kind of played along with that yep. for a couple months. A couple months. Yeah. It's like, like we can drop a pin on our problems and they stay there. But for me, we process through doing things differently. And so for, so when she says, oh, they were okay for a couple of months, I thought it was totally fine. And we're like, <laughs> we're set. Yeah. Things did blow. I mean, we were at that church and then there was like one infamous day. Well, and again, when we were there, we, we thought that there would be a time where Brooke would we kind of we we felt like we were let on a little bit in the sense of like oh like Brooke will get a job and like worship and then we got there and that never really panned out. Ooh. Um, and so, so I was an admin in a preschool class. Ooh. And I was like, what? So further salt on the wound yeah, of like exactly. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to exactly. be like, yay! Like he moved us here. It doesn't matter. Like I'm fine. And then I was like, okay, I got lied to again. I feel right. like my job's unlegitimate. Oh. And wait a second, did we actually work through anything, oh. or did we just change locations and we're like? Yay. And so then again, I feel guilty because I'm like, mm. wait a second. I still feel miserable. Oh and gosh. this guy moved me 10 hours in a different direction. And yeah. I'm like, to the frozen tundra of Minnesota. Right. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. And I can like, and I'm more stuck than I've ever been yeah. before. Cause now I'm way more disconnected mm-hmm. from my safe people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I, like Brooke, I, I get this picture of like your heart keeps getting knives stuck into it, right? Yes. And you got like blood dripping down. Yes. And you're trying desperately to not whimper and whine yes. about it. Right? But yes. like, but this is really hurting. And and Spencer on the other side, like there's no way that you can understand that, know mm. that, see that, and you're trying desperately to do everything. To, yeah. Because I bury myself in pride. I'll bury, when, when I do stuff, um, like my way, and it doesn't, here's the issue though, my, the, the communication style that, of like showing affection for me mm. is like, I'll just go super hard into a project. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm, I don't, I don't process well at all, but through like, for example, like if it's a project or like if there's something going on, like I'll build something. And so I love working with my hands. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to build something. I'll give her, I'll build, give her a home. And so we bought a house and mm-hmm. you know, right I'll, I'll move, I'll move 10 hours for you. And so for me, yeah. those were all of those signs. And then yeah. when we got Look there, at these sacrifices I'm doing for yeah. you, trying to tell you that you're valuable yeah. and why don't you feel valuable? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it was actually while we were there that like we had this, I mean, the two things happened. She told me, I remember there was one time and it was, it was really stressful because we were where we were at. There was, I think like nine staff members, 10 staff members that resigned or were, were let go. And Ooh. it was just really stressful. And a lot of us yeah. less on staff were like trying to carry a lot of the weight. And so things started to fall apart. I'm like, I, it, I was like, okay, I'll try. And so we were just going, going, going. And Ooh. it just, I just kept, I just got so exhausted where ministry wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like satisfying or, or, mm. you know, and it's such a weird, as a pastor, I find so many issues with that, but it, it <laughs> was like, you know, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I, I did not, I was like, this isn't, this is what God is even calling me to right now. Right. And so, and then all of a sudden on top of that, that's when the big conversation happened. Brooke was like, you know, she just had a conversation with like, yeah, I am thinking about like, I think if we can get there, like, I think you were like, yeah, I just, I kind of wanted just to go in the garage and turn the car on and just Mm -hmm. die. Right on. I Mm -hmm. did not know what to say. Yeah. And which was really bad. I literally, um, like stomach dropped through the floor. Like what happened? Yeah. For me, when stuff like that happens and this is such a bad, bad emotional process, but when I, when things get super overwhelming, I shut down emotionally and oh, I don't, yeah. I don't say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. like, mm-hmm. you know, when you encounter it's, like a huge situation exactly and here's the thing, I look at the ground, I, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. and here's what's so weird. I had so many thoughts mm-hmm. in my head. I just didn't know what to, 
It, yeah. it was so weird. I had conversations in my head of like, oh, I should say this. And then part of me would be like, don't say that. That's fine. Don't say it. Like, yeah. it was It's weird. It's yeah. so weird. And I was like, so I didn't know what to say. But I'll, I'll say it, it totally makes sense because yeah. it's 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 the kind of it's the brain equivalent of all of a sudden you find yourself with this like atomic bomb in front of you right mm. and and it's like don't get right and you've got the little scissors and you're like trying to figure out which wire to cut and if if you don't do this just right mm. it's not just going to be you that's dead like yeah. every the entire town is going to get leveled yeah. it's that type of intensity mm-hmm. and it's like you better believe ev- everything inside of mm. your brain is you better be freaking yeah. Right, yeah. like yeah. bleep careful about <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> bleep 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 right and so like yeah. and so what are you going to do you're going to try and like it's, it's just absolutely make sure that what i say is appropriate and, mm-hmm. and but there's nothing in that intensity of a moment that will say mm-hmm. well, this is 100 percent guaranteed yep and yes. so therefore i'm frozen i can't move forward mm-hmm. because it's it's better to just stay here frozen yeah and not blow it up than to move forward the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, in, in two, I see this a lot. This, that's a really common way to, to deal with overwhelming emotions is, yep. is shut down emotionally. Totally. It's, I see it as a protection. I'm seeing mm-hmm. something I care very, very much about. Mm. Tell me there's something really wrong. And I have to shut that down because that is terrifying, scary, painful, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. feeling you're feeling is mm-hmm. so overwhelming. You got to turn it off. Right. So yeah. it's, it's almost like a protection. Yes, otherwise I'm going to explode. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yeah. it makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, so Brooke meets you in that moment and she says, I am really thinking about just going mm-hmm. into the garage, turning the car on and just falling asleep and dying. Yeah. You have your shutdown. Yeah. There's like tons of stuff mm-hmm. happening inside, but externally, she right? She, w- she would not. Yeah. 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 She sees nothing. And that's, I think that's what was hard. That was really difficult I for her. I had had these yep. thoughts mm-hmm. since where we lived when we first got right. married. This yeah. was the first time I'm letting this, him. I had no, yeah, like, so it's been a I'm year at. and a half, almost two years at this point. Oh, me man. wrestling with this. Right. So, so huge. Yeah. I'm like, Brooke's taking a huge risk and sharing mm-hmm. it with Spencer. Like this, yeah, like this I'm is huge for me to share this huge thing with you. And then what do I see is your response? Just nothing. nothing. Right. And I think what frustrated her too, and this is like maybe for people who work with, you know, so I'm in ministry and mm. I deal, I have conversations with students and with young adults and things right. like that, that are like, I'm thinking about suicide. I have mm-hmm. super depressing thoughts. Like I'm being abused. You know, I'm ha- I have conversations when they tell right. me this kind yeah. of thing, yeah. I can deal with it with them. Right. right? I process <laughs> through with them. Yes. And, but it's that, it's the thing. And, and I think that really just mm-hmm. got to Brooke because Brooke's like, you literally deal with this on a weekly basis with oh students gosh, yes. and you mm-hmm. can't deal with me. And so I deal with this one. And for me, it was so weird because when it hits inside of your home, like mm-hmm. it's just like, holy cow, like there's no amount of training Amen. because oh. it, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. not, it's not that you don't love those kids and yeah. care about those kids. Cause yeah. I know you <laughs> right, do. Right. Sorry guys, if you're listening, yeah, I do love you. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah, care yeah. about you. But, no, you know. it's not about right. that. It's about, this is your wife. Right. This is the most important person in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's telling you she wants to go kill herself. Right. Yeah. That the, is the, terrifying. And I, and I yeah. cannot tell you how many hundreds and hundreds of times I have heard that exact same thing. Right. Mm. Where, like in Betsy too, in, in our counseling office, where like the, the one person opens up about their pain, the yeah. other person totally shuts down. Mm. Yep. And the person that shared, the person that took the risk feels hurt in a billion different ways. But mm-hmm. one of them being you 
give this, this mm. thing that I'm asking you for, you willingly give it, skillfully give it to all these other different people constantly, yeah. right? And so how, what, what type of garbage must I be to you that mm. you won't even give it to me? Yep. And the other person is sitting there thinking, but you have no idea what was mm. happening inside of me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like it's like I and can I can give it to these other people, but you are so much more than them. And, it, mm. and but I don't know how to tell you that. And I try to tell you that, and it just shuts down, and it, and yeah. it comes. Well, and, and, oh and there's gosh. a lot of feelings, and and correct me if I'm wrong with you specifically, but I do see this in a lot of people who have the shutdown that I can't show up for you in the way you need me to, and. Yeah. I'm mm. failing you. Mm. Right. I'm failing yes. this. Yeah, it did, right. it did, and it especially nice. felt like a failure in the sense of like, okay, I like I'm literally supposed to have and then maybe just that that Christian home mindset, ministry home mindset of like, you know, we're supposed to be the 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 <laughs> flag carrier barrier, you <laughs> right. know, banner yes. carriers yes. of yes. what it means to be not in this mm-hmm. and when it hit home, I go Ah, yes. When all of my theory and practice that I'm preaching doesn't even apply in my home, oh. right? Like that, Ouch. that's really defeating. And you're just like, Amen. oh gosh. And, and I think for me, it's like, okay, like if what I'm saying, and then it makes you, it made me doubt like, okay, is there anything that I'm even like saying or praying with these right. kids? Like we you don't know, sticking. And so yeah. it's, right. it's just, it's, it's like in, a weird. Yeah. Like if I'm completely ineffective here, yep. what's to say that I'm going to be ineffective anywhere else? And yeah. and I can imagine Spencer for you, like the, the, Gosh, just the hopelessness, the powerlessness mm-hmm. of that. Like feeling like I'm I'm supposed to be a man. I'm supposed to be leading. I'm supposed to be doing all these things. Like just yeah. all the pressure, yeah. the manhood pressure of being mm-hmm. powerful, and then here I am, utterly powerless. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just and it sucked because like I think for you know, and I know, you know, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like, okay, so Brooke's in a way worse spot than I'm at. Mm. Like, like, so like I'm dealing with this, but I know that what Brooke is going through and dealing with is like so much worse. But here's the thing. Like, I, I thought change of scenery, different location, doing all these things. And so for me, I'm like, oh, great. Like, I didn't know that she had suicidal thoughts in Port Huron, but I knew that she was depressed. And so I just thought, I literally moved, we've literally moved as a family all the way across, like halfway across Mm -hmm. the country. The problems are following us. And so... You know, we process it. We didn't process it. Excuse me. We didn't process it. So no. she said it. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, it blew <sighs> up and she. So I, yeah, I say it and he's just silent. Yeah. And then that's just all it was. Oh. So yeah. then I'm like, and here we go. I'm like an emotional. I'm going to like target yeah. and sitting for like two hours on a bench just so I don't take my own life. Oh. And I yeah. just wanted him to feel that with me yeah. and yes. process that through. So mm-hmm. I'm just like. You know, was that too far? Should I not have shared that? Oh. Was that something unfair to put on him? Mm. So I kind of just immediately take it back yeah, sure on myself. Regret. And so then, yeah, I, I I was still working at the time, so I was going into work. But then it was like I was almost scared to, like, be alone. Oh, mm. I totally so, get that. Yeah, yes. so that was really difficult, too, because it was like I just so badly wanted him to, like, I don't know what I wanted, but right. I just wanted to feel... You want me to fight for us. Yeah. You know? And so the silence yeah, sh- was almost worse. Up. Like yeah. in oh my, my mind, gosh. the silence 100%. was like, you needed him yes. to be there with yes. you. Right. You couldn't be it's alone like in that. My, yeah. Right. Here's yes. my heart with all the knives in it bleeding. Right? Yes. I'm actually taking the risk to say something about this. I need you to hold this because yes. it's too painful for me. Yeah. It, w- w- right. What I see, yeah. granted, yeah. it's not Spencer's heart at all. Right. Yeah. But, no. but what I see yes. is you are 100 percent not there. Yeah, and then yeah. what? What? What is so heartbreaking that I can I totally understand this is that is so unbelievably painful and lonely. Yes, that 
you so what you and what what we all do in those moments is is a hundred percent legitimate necessary mm. absolutely healthy right or like all the affirmations there and yet we walk away from that moment thinking we have just made a horrible mistake yes yeah. right that this legitimate need and longing that i have i was bad for trying to do something with that yes yeah and feeling guilty too of like he moved me here to fix this and so I wanted to be healed from it just through the move so I felt guilty of like why do I still feel this way like why can I not shake this and Mm. he's over here like yeah I moved you here why can't you yeah and I'm like I'm trying I just can't I can't Mm. shake it and so I think our final phase before we went and we can get into that of how we kind Mm -hmm. of stepped through this was Mm -hmm. then we just verbally said to each other we're roommates yeah, we're not yeah. gonna legally make any decisions. Yeah, but we're gonna coexist in this. And space. I, was, yes. I was wondering, like, how? Because it's not just a question of did you have the thought of ending the marriage, but how many times did you have yeah, the thought no, of ending so, the marriage? So for me, I was like, no, we stick it through the thick and thin, you know, da da da. But at the same time, too, I think I was the fr- I was the first one to verbalize that because yeah. at the same time, too. So obviously, I'm not providing secure. Like, I never provide security. She didn't feel defended from the from almost from right out of the gate from our marriage. And so we would struggle on and off with like intimacy issues. Yep. Mm. And so for sense. me, that was like, I was like, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, not just cause I'm a guy, but like, <laughs> right. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm Spencer. Why are you not attracted yeah, to me? Like, Why are like, you not wanting to have sex with me? What yeah. is the deal? Right. And, but at the same time too, it makes so much sense. Like she's literally pouring her heart out and trying to process through. And I'm yeah. like, no. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, well that like, cause the emotional connection that that's such a massive role in that. And so mm-hmm. looking at that, I, I, in the, was, oh my gosh, I, if I could go back, I'd just drill myself in the face as hard as I can. Cause I literally am like, yeah, Brooke's, sm- yeah. And you so Brooke's laughing now. She's like, yeah, yeah. Get you, get your old self. <laughs> no, yeah. Go get him. No. <laughs> you know, a little. Yeah. In the midst right. of Brooke sharing what she shared to me, you know, we're going through that and I'm still like, okay, we're not connecting like physically. And like, mm. I feel so starved for love in the midst of mm-hmm. that kind of love. Amen. Right. But at the same time too, Brooke's like, I feel so starved for my kind of love. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we're both starved. And oh what gosh. you do when you're starved is you're like, when you're starving people, they'll latch on to the only thing that they can get and they, they hoard, right. Like mm-hmm. what you have. And so, sure. you know, mm-hmm. and I think something that really sucked is that he, after Brooke had literally shared, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so horrible. Brooke had shared what she shared. I still feel starved in some areas and I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just so defeated. I'm like, you know what? We're just roommates. Yeah. We're just, we're just straight up roommates. Like, mm-hmm. like we don't connect physically. And, and we had an accountability partner in, um, you know, uh, some people here in Holland, um, just one of my life mentors and they're both, uh, uh, they're, they're both counts. They do counseling as well. Right and, um, so I remember, you know, we started, started to talk to them a little bit. Cause we, that was the one thing that we both, consciously made the choice of okay so we're doing this roommate situation yeah are Mm. we gonna fight for anything or are we just Mm. gonna coexist or are we gonna put i had a little bit of even mental timelines of just Mm -hmm. like okay so if things haven't gotten better like in a year Mm -hmm. am i just gonna i don't want to live my life this way i don't want to stay in this situation kind of that thought so we reached out to our friends Mm -hmm. and they invited us to come to holland and do a weekend intensive with them and we stayed with them and we would just have conversations and and work through (laughs) things and i think two of the biggest things that were like eye openers for us were number one they taught us about culture of one Mm 
Yeah. And mm. that mm. whether yeah, it's... Yeah, describe that. Cause it, yeah. So it? whether it's like, like an example, we lived in Port Huron and we were trying to balance friends and we were trying to balance family and, and make everybody else happy and keep all these balls in mm-hmm. the air. Mm. I'm sure there's nobody else that can relate to that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they just kept saying to us, no, 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 no. Not what your family thinks you should do. Not what your friends think you should do. In your culture of one between the two of you, nice. what do you guys think? Nice. And then when the decision it's, started yeah. to turn of, we're not doing this to make other people happy. We're not doing, we're doing this because this relationship is the most important. And if we're constantly trying to keep other people over each other mm-hmm. as our primary, it'll never work. Mm-hmm. So our decisions mm-hmm. became Preach like, it. if there was a question of like, here's a classic one. Um, you're coming to Christmas, right? Cause you come every mm. year. You have to come to Christmas. <laughs> the conversation was less like, I don't care if you're miserable. I don't care if I'm miserable. If that's what is expected of us, that's what we're doing. No, the conversation right. between in our culture of one, does that work this year? Nice. Like, does that? Mm-hmm. And nice. so we started oh, to process questions. And then the other thing mm-hmm. that I took away too was he's not the enemy. Yeah. Right on. I had to so consciously hold on to that, that yeah, he was, is not the enemy. Cause I'm, cause I'm, I know there's, there's a lot of people that have that stuck in their head. That yes. Like I, there's a part of me that still believes that you love me. There's a part of me that believes that you're still good, but there's so much more of me yes. that's convinced Yes. you are bad. You are the enemy. So yes. Is there any like one or two things that stand out in your mind that helped you shift? Yeah. That I think, perspective? yeah, I think too, like, um, I had to, not brush over things that he was doing for me and actually get to a space where I could give it credit. So like one thing that they brought to my attention was moving out of Port Huron and moving us to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was more just like, yeah, okay. Uh. <laughs> no, he made that sacrifice. There's yeah. still steps after that. But he, if he didn't love me, he might've just closed off him and like we're living here for the rest of our lives like either you're with Mm -hmm. it or you're not yeah right Mm -hmm. so i had to take time exactly i had to take time to be like okay he it's a small thing but he moved me here Mm -hmm. okay and then even when we lived in minnesota like when i was struggling with my job and things like that ultimately when we left that weekend in holland you know Spencer started to say, like, I don't know if this is the best place, like, work-wise for you. Mm. Like, I want you to feel affirmed as a woman. And I want you to feel affirmed. Like, all these things, which I was like, okay. Like, (laughs) I'm listening. Yeah, keep talking. (laughs) So I think they were things that maybe (laughs) I just were like, well, those are expected. You should should just be doing that. No, Mm. I need to give it credit. Mm -hmm. Because he's choosing to do it. Right on. And the enemy for me was more so like, I feel like Satan would love nothing more for me to just stay constantly squashed mm-hmm. and never right. be able to rise up from that. And mm-hmm. we have learned when the two of us are in sync together and the two of us are, whether it's in ministry or now as parents or as pouring into youth kids, like we're a force to be reckoned with yes. when sure. we're together. Amen. And, and so I Satan feel, wanted to take that down. Yes. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. I can totally affirm that. Like you guys are absolutely a power couple. Oh, that's thank that's you awesome. Are. Right. So <laughs> I had to I had me, to relook right. at those things <laughs> of he's not the enemy. Mm-hmm. The enemy and what was the quote about that you got about? Yeah, yeah. Um Lance has actually shared this with me years before, but um 
he said Satan will do everything he can to get um, people in bed before marriage and out of bed after marriage. Yes. And so for me, I was like, what the heck? I mean, (laughs) you know, I'm like, that sucks. Because I was like, I was literally like, okay, let's do things right, right? And like, you know, resist, resist. Okay, marriage, bing, bing, bing. Like, well, yeah, yeah, sex, 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 right? Right. Yeah. You know, like I know my own story. That was like, you know, I I had struggled with porn before marriage and then get married. And I was like, oh, that should be the end of my struggle with porn. Mm. Nope, not even close. Yeah. And I can totally imagine that, like, you know what? Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm working out. I'm trying yep. to provide for the family. I'm yep. making all these sacrifices. Like yep. I should be a stud to this woman. Yep. And, and she's, she wants think, nothing to yeah. do with me. And, like, and, and yeah. pulling in another dynamic, like I, you know, I, I had, you know, part of my testimony is, you know, I, I did have premarital sex and stuff like that before, before I met Brooke. Like, and so for me, I just like, but I was like, so looking forward to be like, oh my gosh, like, I want to know what like, like, like redeemed, like, you know, the way mm. that God intended sex to yes. be like, right. Like sure. sex without guilt in the Christian yes. world. Right. Like, yeah. oh, what does this feel like? You know? And, and for me, I was like, okay, like, I, and, and then once we got married, I'm like, what the heck, you know, this this, This was supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be the best, right? Right. Like everything about it, like just Mm -hmm. looking at you, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and that, that for me. And so I'm like, oh, so that, I I said that statement to, to, um, who we can, our our friends here in in Holland. And I remember we were processing through that and I think I'm like, ah, but then we, we, we walk through the different levels of like, you know, different forms of love and it's like you know mm-hmm. you know obviously there's physical intimacy but there's spe- you know loving them spiritually like loving mm-hmm. them mentally lo- you know loving them through their goals and their dreams and their passions knowing them like loving their schedule like knowing what they're doing like being informed of their life and i'm like mm-hmm. nice. so it's like you know because you know as you know and i know this isn't for everyone it's like so stereotypical but you know for a guy it's like yeah physical love language da, 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 da. Yeah, you know right. but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you yep, know i hear you but at the same time i think learning brooks love just say hey like what is brooke doing what is brooke's passion and i think for me it's like oh like if i learn to love brooke's passion and i know that she's called to ministry say so where we're at is that going to be the place that brooke's gonna be able to thrive and is that where god Mm -hmm. is calling her because you know you know i can you know and i had somebody tell me and i think it was my dad actually when we were debating like whether we're gonna move to somewhere else and do ministry somewhere else outside of minnesota like I, I was like, oh no, like I have to be here. Like, you know, I, I have to maintain this to do this. And my dad goes, you know, Spencer, like ministry is not, ministry is not a one way street. It's a highway. And he's like, so where you get off on an exit, God's going to bring someone else there. And like that for me helped me feel way more released, you know? Nice. Yeah. And so to, to get to that culture of one, like what's best for us. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I love yep. that. I yep. love that. And so then we, uh, while we were actually here on that weekend, we, we came to us, uh, we were at one of the church services at central and we're like, wouldn't it be so dope to like work here? Oh, so <laughs> Cause we just have so many friends. You know, so dope. Yeah, so right. Cool. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, we got a, we got a phone call or text for and it felt like a, I'll be honest, it felt like a slap in the face for for me and I, uh, for me because I was working full time, making more money than I should have ever made in ministry. I mean, and in Minnesota, and then uh, they were like, "Hey, you know, would you want to come to a central? We can do a part time job for you, Spencer, and we can do Brooke more in a full time role." Hey-o. Right, and, so, uh, like wonderful affirmation of my worth. Yeah. Finally, yay! Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, yeah. mm. wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah, but, but seeing him. But what about me being that? valuable? Because yeah. yeah. this has been a struggle for me too to feel valuable. Yeah, mm. yeah. But it, but seeing him being willing to move our lives to say, at the beginning of this, this is going to be amazing for Brooke to finally step into this, mm. and then yeah. four or five months later, his full time thing came on. Yeah. And nice. to see both of us, it was like, wow. oh my gosh, but his willingness to like take that step 
and be okay with me maybe starting in more of a dream position than he did and yeah. having mm-hmm. faith that yeah. that was going to come around. Yep. Right. Oh, right. man. It's like, that that's felt sexy. So, yeah. Right. It's like, boom, sex is back on the yeah. table yeah. and we might actually <laughs> have sex yeah. on the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Just throw everything off. Right. Yeah. You know, off the table. So that was that was huge for me. That was a game changer. I was like, nice. oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so Brooke, for you, like noticing those things, mm-hmm. giving things those things their space. Because I know I totally hear you on the in in the past. And the devil likes to say do the yeah but thing. Yep. It's like okay, yeah, he did this, but da da da. What mm-hmm. about those? You know, he's way more in the red than he is in the black. Yep. And instead, you say. You're not dismissing the butt afterwards, but you're giving yeah its own space. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of doing yeah, and dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Right. And, oh. Yes, I and. Love, oh. Yeah, yeah, and. This yeah. Is, ladies and gentlemen, this is one and. of many reasons why I love my beautiful wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Exactly. Yes. And. And setting those boundaries with both sides of the family. Yeah. That one thing they said to me too was, you know, when that situation went and I went home and ripped my husband a new one to my parents up and down that mm. not only was making it difficult for them to have a healthy relationship. I, mean, I could feel it back in Port Huron. When you yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, yeah. Someone's roasting me. Right <laughs> <laughs> but I was totally villainizing him to my family. Mm. And that was a betrayal of the trust between the two of us that nice. it's okay to process. But I first and foremost needed to be processing with him, whether we needed a third party, a mm-hmm. neutral person mm-hmm. to yeah. help nice, process, nice, 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 nice. but nice. not yeah. neutral person, not my mom mm-hmm. awesome. or my dad right. that's awesome. going to be like, Hey, I'm biased for my daughter yeah. mm-hmm. because I know she's amazing. Huge right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a right. big deal. Yeah. So Emotional I'm, triangle. Right. So right. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being very intentional and disciplined to add a weight to the positive, but also taking ownership of the negative that I am adding onto yep. the table. Mm-hmm. Right, rather than justifying it to myself, like, well, he deserves this because exactly. he's a jackass. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. it's this. This is me scratching my own bitterness itch, and yep. that's my fault. Yep. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that was oh, huge too. Well so done. Well yeah. done. Thank you. So yeah. then, the Spencer, what were one or two key things that, for for the, the your struggles towards Brooke? What, yeah. What I, helped you make that turn? You know, I think for me, you know, I, I think it's like. There, I have to make the conscious de- decision. Like if I see dirty dishes and it sounds so stupid, but I'm like, if I see dirty dishes, mm. I'm like, don't walk past them. Just do them right now. Don't even think about it. Just go do it. Well done. Mm. And so like, and it sounds so dumb, but like trying to do that in like different areas. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and cause I think before it's, oh, because I know how much that means to Brooke. Like yes. what, how much that means. And exactly. so right. exactly. I'm like, oh, and which I'm like, is, I which hate is why dishes. it's the furthest thing from dumb. Yeah. I think for me, like knowing our love language and like, I still, I, there's still things I mess up. Like right now I'm trying to like, I want us to buy a truck and I just become obsessive with certain things, but, <laughs> but sounds like someone I know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. for me, I'm like, ah, like recognizing it, but not just like, if I simply recognize it, cause I recognized issues before, but recognizing it and like trying to be intentional mm-hmm. and then just telling her like, and I think for her, like I found it to be, it's really powerful for her and me when I'm like, Hey, I don't. I don't know fully the answer of like how to do this, but like I am trying and like to let her know what I'm doing yeah. nice. rather than letting her oh. assume what I'm doing. Yes. Yes. Like, hey, yes, yes, I'm trying to yes, do the dishes yes. more and like I'm doing these dishes because I know you love it. And like there's, if I can, there's, there's two things that you said in all of that that are just freaking, I want to put them up on the biggest billboard <laughs> and, and pay somebody with a megaphone and be like, Hey, y'all listen to this. Yes. So thing number one is, and this is exactly what Betsy and I went through as well, which is I remember very distinctly Betsy saying, look, 
when you're going out throughout the house, I just want you to see things Mm -hmm. that need to be done. Oh, it's so hard. Right, right. It's very, very difficult, but you're totally right. Like, okay, to see that the dishes need to be done, to see that the pillows need to be taken off of the coffee table and put back on the couch, Mm -hmm. to see that the bed needs to be made. And why do these things matter? Not because they within themselves are like, okay, yes, it's helpful, Mm -hmm. but because if you are able and willing to see those things, then when my heart is hurting, mm. you're probably going to be able to see that too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can trust you with the deeper things. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's why it's such a big deal. That's why it's such a big deal is because it builds that trust that, hey, if you see these things, then you will also see me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that's and that's what, what I really need. matters. Right. And, the, and then that same thing of like, okay, yes, uh, you know, like speaking from the wife's perspective, from Betsy's perspective, yes, I, I want you, Scott, to see me and to see my heart. But also, I don't, like, I don't, I don't want you to be an x-ray machine, mm-hmm. right? Like, great, you see me perfectly, but uh, you're just a machine. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I want to be able to see into you. And that's where you mm-hmm. said, you know, letting her know, hey, I don't quite have this all figured out, but this is what I know and this is what I'm trying. Yeah. It's like, that's such a big deal because right, I want to be seen by you. I'm actually taking the risk and letting you in, even though this is a little embarrassing and I'm a man and I'm supposed to have this figured out yeah. right now. Right. Yeah. I'm not supposed to struggle this way, Yeah. yeah. but I'm going to let you see those raw spots yep. yeah. and holy crap, that's sexy. What? Like you're yeah. seeing me and you're letting me see you. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes if he can tell that I'm stressed or getting agitated, he's like, you know what? I know I should have taken care of this. I know mm-hmm. I should have, like, yeah. so even if it's not like he didn't do it, but just that awareness of like, mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. this over here is causing you stress and yeah. I could have taken this yeah. and I apologize. Yeah. And like that's, that. oh, yeah. I yeah. love that too. It's like, I don't need you to be perfect. It's yes. like that's what we called it solid ish, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not about perfection. Yeah. I literally don't need you to be perfect because if you were, then my insecurities yeah. would get <laughs> punched in the face all over again. Right. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. that I, I just need you to, n- I just need to know that you see me. Exactly. Yeah. And care. Right. Yes. yes. Do you see me? Do you see like the suffering that I'm going through? Yes. And then if, if you do see that, does that matter to you? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like Spencer, I know you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yes. It's like, yes. am I your precious? Yes. Right. right? And the more you can the more you can tell me that, yes. the better yes. I feel. Brooke and Spencer, thank you so much. That was awesome. It was so great to spend some time with you. Thank you so much for sharing your hearts and your story and your pain with us. It was real. Amen. Yeah, it was super vulnerable, super helpful. I'm really hoping that a lot of people got some good stuff out of it. So Mm -hmm. uh, like we say at the beginning of the episode, we want this to be as helpful as possible. So please let us know how we can help you. Um, If there's particular topics, questions, whatever, let us know. And if we're not responding, come knock down the door and find us and ask us again. Um, We really, really want this podcast to be useful. Um, And so, yeah, you're welcome to to comment or to email me, scott at hopetherapy.info. Otherwise, we're going to keep putting these out uh, once a month or as close as possible to that (laughs) as we can. Uh, And we'll see you next time.